Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, this is take two of our podcast. Yeah. We we, uh, we wanted to bring something fresh, something new, something innovative, something from the road. Thelma and Louise style. Literally. Literally. We recorded it in the car. Turns out there's a reason people don't do that. We recorded a podcast from LA to Palm Springs because we were in the BMP Paribas mood after uh, our fabulous event we had at Kelly Wurtzler's house in LA. An unmitigated triumph is how I would describe the weekend. It was a triumph. It was a lot of fun. We want to really thank Kelly so much for opening up her house to us and her beautiful home in Beverly Hills. And uh, we want to thank Wilson, yep. who provided all of the equipment for Clinics a lot of people. And equipment. And we want to thank Sergio Tacchini, who provided a lot of great clothing and a lot of fun stuff for the for everybody and Callie Water Oliver thank you so much um, you and know, Yola Mezcal Yola Just, Mezcal you know, we, we managed to pull off a pretty incredible party in one week after Kelly was like hey I love tennis have it in Nevada my house let's go yeah so thank you to everybody who came out um, and made our uh, party if you didn't see it some of the racket and Renee Instagram um, caught some of the festivities no. we'll be back doing it again and if you want to get invited to one of these things um be very cool and be on. Be cool. Be cool. That's Just it. be cool. Just be cool. Um, and now here we are in Tennis Paradise, about to throw an event with the Ace Hotel and Swim Club here in Palm Springs, one of our favorite haunts, uh, with a live podcast Q&A, uh, no microphones, no recording devices, top secret off the record, but in live and Top direct. secret and off the record, even though we have completely put it out there in the public. Exactly. With Victoria Azarenka here tomorrow night, I'm going to try to get this podcast out ASAP so that if you want one of the five or ten tickets that are still left in this thing, you can come join us. Yeah, Free if drinks. In, if you're in Indian Wells or Palm Springs, please come to the Ace Hotel tomorrow night. And, yeah. Even uh, if you can't get in, we'll be uh, we'll be thrown in down. I'll be there. I'll be probably in the pool. She'll probably be in the pool. What else will happen? Who knows? Um, we tried to figure out on our ride down here who was Thelma and who was Louise, but we decided it didn't really work. Well, I decided that I just was Gina Davis because yeah. I'm taller than you. True. Um, and we also don't have any sexual tension uh, no. like those ladies did. Is that what, the, and so they just drove themselves off the cliff because they couldn't handle being gay? Is no, because the cops, have you seen it? The yeah. cops were after them because they murdered that guy who tried yeah, to rape Gina so, Davis. That's right. That's right. So they yeah. just decided to kill them. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Well, but and we also They guilted not- themselves. They did. We also were not in a soft top Mustang. I oh, know. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. Next time. 
yeah, next um, time. Let's talk about what we are here for, and mm. then we can go backwards, because we've had a really good post-US Open tournament run. We have. But, before we get to that, BNP Paribas, not everyone is here. Not everyone is here, but for good reason for a lot of them. Yeah, people have good reasons. Uh, the field that is here is the tits, yeah, as you might say. Yeah, it's the tits. Um, yeah, listen, look, look, number one player in the world, Ash Barty, is not here for the women's side because, well, it's really, really, really hard to get in and out of Australia. And Ash is literally, uh, I believe, in quarantine right now, two-week quarantine after taking uh it was really difficult for her to fly actually get a flight back to australia after the u.s open i know you're probably thinking how does ash body have a problem getting back um but yeah it was like a, they're not a they, literal nightmare to get back to australia like planes because are not flying there's back. no planes flying to australia because there's a cap on how many people are allowed into the country on a weekly basis and so you um to actually get on a plane and a flight is really difficult because there's tens of thousands of australians that are literally literally stranded outside of australia so having said that i mean listen i, I think ash also went back um to just have a bit of time away after the u.s open and then eventually got home like my player sam stoza left literally the day after winning the u.s open doubles because she had planned and booked that trip like months, months, months in advance and said, look, I'm just going to book it the day after the US Open, fingers crossed things go well, and then they did. So that's a lesson for everybody out there, and that's funny because some players used to book their trips like the second Tuesday. I'm like, well, you don't think you're going to do very well. Mm. Um, so Sam booked it the Monday after and then went home, and she just got out of quarantine like about a week ago. So it's a just it's a bear. It's a real issue for Australians to go back and forth. And then you've got some players, Australian players, that haven't gone home still. Um, that are on the road and hoping and planning to go back in, say, December. That's nuts. Um, where they're going to open the country up a little bit and have and home quarantine. how so long it's... have they been on the road? Before the French Open, right? Well, someone like Ellen Perez, for example, she has literally been in the, on the road since March. I don't think it, very, very many people appreciate what it is a essentially six to seven to eight month Living out of suitcase. Sojourn away Fr- from, from everything. I mean, sometimes the Australian players can go home between. Yeah. A lot of times they don't, but they have the option. Obviously, yeah. this year that's not the case. Well, normally we wouldn't go home. It's what a lot of us like. Why I live in this country is because going back and forth was just so difficult. And if I wanted had a week off, I would just go home back to Florida. And now going back to Australia, it's you, it's, it, it's virtually impossible because right. it takes a couple of days to get back, and then you've got to do a two week hotel, no tennis, no exceptions. I mean, no gym. I mean, you can do whatever you. Could can you even open gym. your window when you nope. were doing you your can't quarantine? Open your window, can't. Um, there are some different states that have a few different sort of softer rules. So you can go outside for a walk. Mm. Um, people in Queensland could do that. But, you know, Darren Cahill, for example, has probably the toughest quarantine of anyone I've seen in life because he's done it a, a bunch of times. But this time he went back and he flew into Sydney. And then so you had to do two week quarantine in Sydney. And then he went to Adelaide, which is where he lives, which is another state. So it'd be like flying into New York. But you live in South Carolina. And so for him to go back to Adelaide, he had to do another two-week quarantine in South Australia because uh, Sydney is seen as a hot spot. So it's potential that he could they have They don't even co- have, like, PCR It's, tests? like, I just mean, absolutely, absolutely fucking ridiculous. They made every Olympian that came back from Tokyo do a two-week quarantine. Oof. And then if you were, again, from South Australia, you had to do another two-week quarantine. So Darren Cahill is spending 28 days after the US Open in hotel isolation. Yikes. So he's probably still there? A month of his life. So yeah, he's still there. What? So, so, so Darren, I know you listen to the pod. I just wanted yeah, everybody shout out. to know. 
Hang in there, buddy. Shout out to Darren. It's weird because that is on such an extreme. And then on the other extreme, you have players who won't get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and not mentioning any names. Not to name any names, but like that might be why they're not here. That might not be why they're not here. Because it's not required to play in this tournament to be vaccinated. Yeah. I also think, Caitlin, it's tough to come from Europe. Yes. A lot of these players sure, went back sure, after sure. the US Open. They're playing in Europe right now. And to come back all the way to Indian Wells. For it's one a big, tournament. It's a, long, it's a big tournament. Yeah, for only one to tournament. To miss, though. but it's also a lot of yeah. travel. So. No, no, you're right. Um, super bummed. Our girl, Arena Sabalenka, is not going to be playing in this tournament because she is now quarantining after testing positive for COVID, which is a bummer because she was going to be the highest seed left in the tournament. Osaka's not playing. Barty's not playing. She's currently the number two ranked player in the world. Yep. Major bummer. A couple things go differently, and she's holding the U.S. Open trophy. So I would really, really like to see her get her first slam, her first giant major. Uh, You know, she's won Wuhan, Connecticut. This would have been the biggest tournament. This would have been the biggest tournament, and she could win it. Absolutely. I mean, her yeah. game is actually perfect here. Big, you know, serving and, um, you know, lighter air here quality. Like, it's the ball goes fast through the air, so she's very difficult to beat in conditions like that. So, yeah, it's really bummer that, yeah. that she's had to pull out, and she's obviously such a great personality yeah, for women's tennis. Yeah, she's so fun and energetic. But so fun. we do have a really fun, fun, fun yeah. field. Bianca Andrescu, who won this tournament, is here. Obviously, a lot of the top ten is here. Garbina Muguruza is here. Elena Svitolina is here. Oh, and somebody got a couple of a couple of interesting wild cards. We've got Emma Ranikanu, of course, mm-hmm. who won the U.S. Open. Of course, three-time U.S. Open champion. Kimmy, Kim we Kleister. love you. Yeah. Kleisters. Right. Back it's... here at the uh, Indian Wells event for the first time in how long? long Years. Long but time. she has won this tournament, what, yes. two? I'd say two Three at times? least. Yeah, yeah. well... Uh, super, super excited to have her. Wild card on the men's side, Andy Murray. Yep. People are already posting all over social media their Andy Murray sightings yep. uh, because he's there practicing, which is why it's really fun to go at the beginning of the tournament. Yep. End of tournaments are lonely, and they're full of rich people who've paid too much money to go see yep. a final. Go at the start. At the beginning, you see everybody. Optimism is pervading the air. Everyone's practicing. You can see them on court with their coaches. You see it behind the scenes. And if you don't like the match that you're watching, you can just bounce over and you have... 10, 15 other ones to watch at any given time. So for me, going to the beginning of the tournament is always the move. And I actually really like coming right around this time every year when it's still qualifying and you're about to see the first rounds. I mean, if you want to just watch tennis players like practice and do their thing, it's great to come a couple of days before the tournament and actually just go out there and watch them play. And often you get in for free for that. 100%. So you're better off coming on the first, like at least a day before the tournament starts. You can see every single player will be on, on the practice courts. And yeah, the first couple of days are always so fun. So, and this is one of the great tournaments. We love playing this event. All tennis players love playing this event. So it's nice to see it back. Obviously, this was the first major tournament that pulled the plug when right. the pandemic hit. So it's nice to see it back here. It's yeah. obviously not in its normal time slot. It's a bit hotter than it normally would be um, during the tournament. Um, but we'll be back in March here as well. Um, we're looking forward to that. But yeah, I'm just... super glad they snuck it in. And mm. one th- thing that was nice um, is because... Indian Wells claimed this spot on the calendar relatively early, there was a blossoming, I might say, Mm. of other American tournaments in the lead-up to this, which was awesome and maybe something we could think about keeping. Yeah, well, I would love to see a lot more tennis come back to the U.S. Obviously, we had incredible swings here back in my day playing. We had, at the end of the year, we had indoor tournaments here. We had, of course, um, after the U.S. Open, we had or before the U.S. Open, we had a, a few more events than what we even have now. And, of course, this year... Chicago, Kamal Murray, um, put on three events, two prior to the US Open and one just recently in Chicago, and it had a 500. So it was a great event. Um, 
you know, having people like Magellan and just great sponsorship in Chicago and Kamal's made, you know, great connections there to build that tennis center in the south a, side of Chicago. So Chicago is a really tennis oh, mad city. Huge. And the fact that they had not one but three tournaments and big time matches. I yeah. mean, you got Garbina beating Ons in a three-set barn burner. You got Svitolina making a semi. Like, and, she, a, and Svitolina won the tournament leading into the US Open there. So. Which is just great. And Ons Jabur is now the highest ranked, Tunis- tied for the highest ranked Tunisian in history at number 14. Hard to imagine she doesn't keep going. Oh, and she'll get be in the top, the top 10, 10 by the end of the year. I mean, just so awesome to see our pal, who we are going to join for a celebratory steak dinner in yes. just a few minutes, uh, won the doubles. Our her fashion first correspondent. Her first doubles title in her career, which is amazing. Yeah, Andy Pekovic, of course, wins her first doubles tournament and tells me um, it wasn't that hard. <laughs> like, I'm like, how old are you? And it took you this long to win a doubles tournament? So, but no, seriously, n- no kidding so aside, cool. way to go. And also beat, uh, sorry, played with my old doubles partner, 46-year-old Kveta Peshke. Uh, way to go, Kveta. I mean, what an interesting little couple they made yeah. on the tennis court. I mean, like, Andrea was random. probably a foot and a half taller than... At least, yeah. I mean, just, yeah, yeah. you know, it was a real, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito twins <laughs> scenario. But honestly, it's a good testament to the fact that doubles is the best, and you can play doubles forever, and yeah. anybody recreationally who's playing doubles, find yourself a tall partner, or someone with great hands. Either way, yeah. you know. Yeah, Andy, yeah. I don't know if Petco would consider herself to have great hands. I was talking about Peshke, but Oh, sure. yeah, she's got great hands. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so well done, my old doubles partner, Kveta Peshke. Cool. And way to go, Petco, on your first ever WTA doubles. Amazing. We should also mention, I uh, loved, loved, loved the fact that there was a tournament in San Diego. San Diego yes. is another tennis mad city. Put on a great men's event. Shout out to Danny Valverde, friend of the pot, Lau Valverde's brother, who got a great field. Andy Murray played... Casper Ruud ended up winning the thing. Seb Korda. I mean, just it amazing was, tennis. Apparently the atmosphere was like tearing the roof off. Caitlin, let me tell you something. Uh, it was literally my favorite stop on tour every year, other than probably um, Daniel Island, the event in Charleston that um, that they put on there. But the atmosphere and event at La Costa, it used to be at La Costa here in San Diego, was my favorite tournament to play. And I, I used to love it. And I'd go surfing and I'd like, I, I still have a surfboard at Conchita Martinez's house. Um, and she has a place in uh, like, well, let's go swim close by to the and tournament. get it. We could, a couple of hours, yeah. whip up there, pull up, get my surfboard. This is becoming way too much of a surf Anyway, my point is, is we but, need yeah. tennis in Southern California, which is a mecca of tennis, yeah. and the men's um, proved it, but the women's event there used to be so well attended. Yeah. So American tennis, American sponsors, let's go. Pony let's up. Pony up. Let's get have it done. women's events in Southern California. Because look, as these two events prove, Chicago and, and uh, San Diego, not on the calendar normally. Yeah. People made it happen. The crowds reciprocated. We had great tennis. We had great turnout. And people were pumped about it. And now we have yeah. a great Indian Wells field. So that really kind of, if for me. If anyone wants to give us a million dollars, we're happy to put on a racket. Yeah, racket open. Racket, racket open. open. Wherever you want. Um, in San Diego. Um, at well, wherever. Wherever. Austin? I don't know. Just Austin. pick a cool place. Oh, New Orleans? I don't know. Some place okay. I want to go where there's food that's okay. good. All that's right, my right. That, queso in Austin or like, you know, uh, well, shrimp po' boys in Louisiana. I'm thinking about the snacks I'm okay. going to have, all right, all right. obviously. Um, okay, so we've t- covered the sort of American run-up. Mm-hmm. Indian Wells, obviously. 
Guadalajara is going to be yes. the women's final, which I'm pumped about. I might be the only person pumped about it, but the fact that there's going to be another Mexico tournament makes me super happy. Well, we're not going to have the Aussies there. No. Uh, Ash Barty is not coming back. No. And as I said, there's reasons for that. Like, you can't get a flight. Yeah. Um, is Osaka going to play that? I highly doubt it. Yeah. Uh, like, Sam Stoza is, you know, more than likely going to qualify for the doubles if she wanted to, but right. it's going to be, it's literally impossible to get to there from Australia. And, yeah. and you can get out, takes you forever, but getting back is a problem. Yeah. There's no flights. So, what so about, that's um, the only problem. Is Barbara Krichikova going to like win by default because nobody else wants to play this thing? <laughs> I'll, I'll go play. I'll, you know, don't you get a minimum? Listen, for there's going to be a lot of players like yeah. Gabinia, Pliskova, yeah, yeah, Gabinia. Yeah. There'll be a lot of people. Um, that will maybe even stay yeah. after this event in the U.S. somewhere, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, that would be probably the prudent thing to do. I mean, I would do that. If it's you've got a, a place great here. place to stay. Yeah. Being in India. Well, Garbina might have the one up there because, as I said, she spent time in San Diego practicing with Conchi, who has a house there, right. and then just whipped, you know, to, over to Chicago. She'll come here and she'll, yeah. Anyway. Uh, I'm into it. It's a good. Uh, we digress, but it will be um, interesting to see that event down there. Yeah. You're very excited about it. I don't know why I'm so excited. I love I, I love, love Guadalajara. I like my yeah, I'm, I'm I like Mexico. I do. I love my yeah, my parents used to live there. They were in the symphony there. So I feel like I have a real like affinity. I just having more tennis to talk about at this time of the year. Usually the time zones make it so difficult. Yeah, usually and to I'm be clear, in Asia. I used to live in Beijing. Uh and I like that part of the world quite a bit. You were going to say something in Chinese then, weren't you? No, I wasn't. Okay. Um I mean I could. But I won't. I won't. Right. Everybody, she can speak Chinese. Not but. great. It's not great. Um, so one thing that also happened today that bears mentioning, because it is a... I managed not to kill us on the road driving here, and we had In-N-Out Burger. That's true. We did have In-N-Out Burgers, and we're alive. But today, the ATP announced that they will be looking into forming an investigation to... Uh, probe the allegations uh, of domestic violence against Alexander Zverev, which I think really, really, really represents a great step forward. To, I mean, for his part, he says he welcomes the investigation. So, okay, great. Everybody's happy. He gets to maybe be cleared or found to be uh, involved. Either way, we will have a tour-level investigation it will be on the books. It will be official. It will be thorough. It gives me no pleasure that this has been such a part of the dialogue. Um, and this law, this rule, this commission has been overdue. And now the ATP has finally addressed it. Um, and I'm really happy about that. It's a testament to what reporting does. People get on Ben's case because he can be very, um, you know, uh, uh, prickly on social media. He's He's an investigative reporter. He's what us, you know, in newsrooms, people who spent time actually doing a lot of reporting, you know. Uh, uh, You're like a dog with a bone. You he's like a dog, dog with a bone. And, and the thing about Ben is that he, in any other sport, in any other field, and this is coming from me, who used to be a political reporter, there are so many people who are capable of doing investigative reporting in other areas. Tennis has not had anybody. So he sticks out because tennis has not been interested yeah. in asking the hard questions, in yeah. following up on the hard topics. And that's... Well, we need people like Ben because asking those questions because it's difficult for TV people or, you know, to be asking these questions or probing. We don't have time to do that. And, there's an investigative and I don't, reporting. There's a reason why we need people like that. And it was, you know, kind of reminds me of like someone like Ronan Farrow who just stayed on it and stayed on and then you know I don't know if you ever saw or read that podcast or read that book but you know he re had relied on 
investigative journalists of 20 years that had done work on Harvey right. Weinstein, for right. example, and he used a lot of their right. their stuff from previous years, and then he got new information. So, you know, I think the bottom line is with this, and we get asked about it ad nauseum, but it's like I think the question we always asked was, and it's the same with Bashar Shafili, I get asked all the questions, well, you never give Bashar Shafili. Well, he's in court, so they've done a bit of an investigation, right. at least the police have, because of she went to the police, yeah. his wife. Right. Um, and, of course, the, the, the difference here is that Olya didn't prosecute or go to the police with this information. Right. Um, but there are, as you said in the in our last pod, there was a lot of reasons for that. I mean, monetarily it's difficult. You know, lawyers aren't cheap. He, you know, there's three or four different um, countries that this stuff happened. There's just a lot of logistical right. issues for her. And like you said, we just want it cleared either way so we can move on and yeah. let it go and let him play and not have this hanging over his head. Or if he's found guilty, then he needs to be accountable yeah, for it. And if he's not, then let's get playing right. and let's stop talking right. about this. Yeah, I think this is a real testament to everybody who kept the pressure on. Investigative journalists who are different than commentators, who are different than podcast hosts, who are different than TV bloggers, and all of those things have a place in the ecosystem. But Ben sticks out because he's one of the rare investigative reporters in this sport. The sport could use many more of them. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, you know, and I get asked about this a lot because Racket published the original piece, and I stand by it, and we fact checked it, and we lawyered it up, and all this stuff. Um, and you know, a lot of people who are very uh, vocal on Twitter, especially are like, oh, well, Ben has a vendetta against Zverev. Ben wrote a glowing, loving profile of the Zverev family traveling around in a bus with their dog, Lovic, years ago for us. Yeah. You can read it. It's still on the internet. And it's a partnership with Longreads. This anything. is not a personal vendetta. Investigative journalists find a thread and they keep pulling. That's what they do. Yeah. And if tennis were better, and part of what we are trying to do is make it better, um, then it would have lots of them because this stuff wouldn't take a year plus to get investigated. So that's all basically I want to say about it. But kudos to Ben. Kudos to that reporting. Kudos to the ATP. Kudos to people like Mary Carrillo for having a backbone and not deciding to participate in a an optional event in which Alexander Zverev under this cloud was invited. Uh, and that is the Labor Cup that I'm talking about. Um, you know, and I think if you want to know more about that or hear more about that, you know, and her spine and her integrity, you can listen to a fantastic episode of a Behind the Racket podcast that's with Noah Rubin, um, where Mary basically just said, I had to draw a line in the sand and, and, and this was it. look myself in the mirror. And it's good because I, uh, the uh, the uh, co-host to Noah's um, name is... Uh, escaping me but he said you know I work in television as well and one of the things that he said was it's hard for me Mary to like do what you're doing which have this as you said stand up for my integrity when it's I don't have the luxury of like your credentials and your livelihood you know Mary has a, a presence but Mary also said I've lost a lot of jobs over this as well like speaking my mind so so, yeah she's our muse but uh, as she said look I'm too old to sit back and not yeah. Say what how I feel. So yep. we rely on people like Mary. She's a little bit of our North Star. But um but also at the same time, um, as as you said, we're done talking about it. The ATP have finally stepped up to do something about it, and then we'll see what happens from there. And Yeah, whatever happens, it is now being taken into the hands of the authorities, which is how it should have been the whole time. Yes. And uh, you know, and now we can sort of focus on the stuff that we like the best, which is the tennis. Yeah, which is the tennis. So we're super excited to be back Indian Wells. We're having this event at the Ace Hotel tomorrow, and we love the Ace. They're such great. Yeah. um, They they do a great job for us and with us. And um, yeah, we're just super excited to be back in the desert. If you can are hearing this, turn up tomorrow night. All right, let's go get some steaks. 
Yeah, I'm hungry. I'm starving. All yeah. right. Until soon. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you. Yeah, we do appreciate you. Bye. And that's it for this episode of the Racket Magazine podcast. Thanks for listening. Our host is Renee Stubbs. Our co-host and producer is me, Caitlin Thompson. Music by... If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Internationally renowned DJ Stretch Armstrong. Thanks to Tim Ruggieri and the team at Acast. Find us at racketmag.com slash podcast and subscribe to us at any of your favorite podcatchers. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.